let's begin with our session so please tell us why new zealand is a preferred study destination when compared to other countries so i've been personally passionate about new zealand from the year 2005 when i graduated out of uh, the um, university out of my bachelor's degree and i've been very i took some time out and the first approach to new zealand was as a student i was sitting and discussing uh, various options so obviously you have your top 5 oecd nations the english speaking ones you've got your us right on top you've got us uk australia canada and new zealand and i know for a fact i'll be honest with you i know for a fact that new zealand is the least preferred country i think a lot of people think that it's a very small country but if you put new zealand's landmass against say countries like japan or england for say for that matter it's almost the same so by population by the mere population and by economy we are smaller but i always ask people one thing do you want to be a small fish in a big pond and get lost or you want to be a big fish in a small pond so new zealand gives you that opportunity it also matters what kind of people want to come to new zealand okay people who want a laid back lifestyle uh, people who are looking at at a, a life and not to earn a lot of money it's not about making money here in new zealand it's about your quality of life our quality of life is very very high so, uh, you know our cost of living comparit is now comparatively equal to probably australia or any other oecd country so i won't say it's very cheap to live in new zealand you know if you talk to us and say okay what are the pathways for me to settle in new zealand we can tell you that okay whereas in the other countries it's a bit confusing because mm. there are plenty of opportunities available so this is my comparison of new zealand to the other countries yeah how safe is new zealand for young students and young families we have 30000 earthquakes a year that's it period i mean i'm not going to lie to about that but that has not um, you know really affected us our quality of life i think new zealand is safe per se because we're tucked away in such a corner of the world uh, we are definitely safer in terms of a lot of um, things one is obviously you have not heard of any terrorist activity in in new zealand uh, second is we don't have any uh, any wild animals in new zealand have any reptiles we don't have snakes in new zealand if people are seeing snakes new zealand is a place to be uh, also i i personally walked on on the streets here of new zealand uh, quite late in the night i see young girls young children walking around in the nights late in the nights it's pretty safe yes obviously you should not be in the wrong place at the wrong time like you know uh, noted alleyways and things like that but otherwise it's pretty safe plus young families it is safe I'm telling you personally because of my young my my seven year old boy. So it's very very safe. Many of us actually feel it's too expensive to live in New Zealand. What's your opinion on this? See the cost, uh, the index has risen. I think, I think the world is actually now measuring post COVID and pre COVID. Okay. Yes, pre COVID things have changed. It has become expensive. Not just New Zealand. everything has become expensive uh, we we basically import a lot of stuff because of which it it is slightly you know a higher than what you would expect however you also earn that much you know you you're not being paid you know pennies that you're not able to spend pounds okay you are uh, uh, you know even um, this month earlier this month the uh, minimum wage has been increased it went up by a 120 uh, a dollar 20 so it was 20 dollars and it's gone up by a dollar 20 so See that's what it is it is the minimum wage has gone up so a lot of people their salaries also increase well what are the best places to study in new zealand are major cities like auckland and wellington better 
though they are expensive compared to regional places like Invercargill and Nilsson. Well, that's a very interesting question that a lot of people do tell us. Uh, the government of New Zealand also is encouraging people to go to the regions, is because uh, Auckland uh, is overcrowded and the housing prices are going through the roof. You know, it's, it's impossible. They are saying it's impossible to buy a home in Auckland. But I beg to differ. You know, uh, we we are planning our first home ourselves, and uh, we know that if you are at a certain salary structure, you can still afford if you plan properly, and the government supports a lot. So now, it's a it's a um, what do you say? It's a very twisted thing. I would say yes and no. So if you come to Auckland, you have more opportunities, but your cost of living is also high. But when you go to the smaller towns, you have slighter, lesser opportunities. But your cost of living will be low. I'd say definitely there's a difference of at least a hundred dollars per week for a family. Say even between Hamilton and Auckland, for that matter, there's an easy hundred dollar difference because, say for example, you pay for water in uh, Auckland where you don't pay for water in Hamilton, for example, because I lived there. So. I think when if you're coming by yourself, I would say it's best to go to the smaller cities because also the government is now suggesting uh, that they're going to give more points to people going to these smaller towns, especially for residents and finding a job there. So yes, and um, the government is also making special efforts. The regions are also making special efforts to have more employment, more businesses in their regions. It's very easy to move across. So. It doesn't matter if you have a tight budget, but and you you have a program that is available only in a small town. Go there. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The minute you get a job, you can move. Or when you get your post-study work visa, you can always move. So focus when you come to New Zealand. Focus on two things. What is your purpose? Is you to gain your degree first, keep your expenses low, and once you finish your program, you decide. Are New Zealanders friendly to migrants? Personally, having um, you know Maori friends and Kiwi friends who are say uh, British uh, background, they're very very friendly because they also understand the country's economy is based on having migrants in this country. Yeah, you go with an open mind and open welcome them. I I I don't think you will ever feel that uh, people are racist in New Zealand. How are the job opportunities in New Zealand, especially now when the New Zealand borders have been shut for so long? The most important thing over here in terms of jobs is if you if you are aware that immigration New Zealand has opened the processing of accredited employer first rather than opening student visas that's because we need people a lot of hospitality um you know um businesses have shut down we have lost a lot of people who were working in New Zealand on different categories of visas so job opportunities are plenty how you approach it is very important in fact we have a very very high success rate of jobs for our students none of our students who have come here have ever called us and said okay i'm struggling to find a job it takes time everybody has their journey but i don't think anybody has told us oh you guys have brought us to a rubbish place and you know nobody not a single person in my 17 years of career that i've heard who have complained that there no jobs in new zealand I can tell you there are plenty of jobs. How you approach it is important. What course you study, what skills you carry along is very, very important. Focus on the course content. Don't focus on the um, uh, on which university or which college. That does not matter. At the end of the day, the employers are interested to see what skills you bring to the job. Yeah. So they keep insisting me about giving programs listed in the LTSSL, that is Long Term Skill Shortage List, even when they are not having a qualification or experience in the same area. So uh, would you share some light on this fact? Okay. 
So now the thing about the long term skill shortage list is please understand the long term skill shortage list is uh put together okay after years of researching the industry and getting feedback from the employers that these are the people who are not available in New Zealand but just doing that program will not help you if you look at the LTSSL every qualification also has some experience listed so when an employer is looking at someone they are more keen on the skills gained through qualification or experience just doing a course will not get you that job or will not make you hot in demand here in New Zealand okay people who are also in the LTSSL don't meet all the LTSSL you know requirements sometimes so being on the LTSSL is just an indication that there are more jobs in that area but there are specific requirements so please take care of that don't emphasize on the fact saying I want to do an LTSSL program it will not help you for example supply chain management there is no program that is actually uh, available because you need to in not being offered in New Zealand so they are actually the purpose of that LTSSL is to hire people from offshore with that qualification or and experience already that's more of a purpose over there it's not to indicate anything else you know it's more for jobs so that's what I would say in terms of the LTSSL Neha. so Mary which industries are in demand in New Zealand and predicted to grow faster so industries as you are aware hospitality tourism is big uh, in terms of economy drivers for us one is healthcare there are lots of jobs within healthcare if you're a nurse if you're a aged care worker if you're a community support worker you're in mental health you are needed right now in new zealand so please if you are if you have backgrounds in those areas consider coming to new zealand teachers teachers are needed in new zealand you've got uh, chefs are needed in new zealand um then you've got IT professionals with or without experience that are needed. Supply chain uh, professionals with those uh, background and that experience are required. Uh, then you've got uh, biotechnologists who are in demand. Will the visas for November 2022 intake be processed on time? There are no backlogs. Interesting enough, no backlogs for student visas. Yes, there is a lot of onshore work happening for the resident visa. The reason, the biggest reason why the government has put off from opening the borders is because we do not have resources to process applications once we open the border. I mean, if we open the borders now. So that's why if you see there's a phase wise opening and we believe the sheer number of applications that will come through for student visas, we need to be prepared. And that is the reason October has been set as a visitors and student visas, the biggest number of applications that New Zealand gets. And we want to finish everything you know be prepared and there are no backlogs in terms of student visas at all so when it starts it'll be a fresh i i don't believe that would be a problem realistically if you're looking at feb you're good to go but if you're looking at november there's a very very good chance there is a possibility for you to make it yeah thank you mary thank you for the thank you for your valuable inputs i'm sure this has helped many of us with some of our basic queries